0: We may work at different workplaces, we may be of any age, we may be a student, we can even be someone who's a professional applying for investment, we can even be someone who's a freelancer, we can be part of a company or maybe the CEO of a company which is doing some survey or analysis, business analysis, we can be a sports firm, we can also be someone who's in the entertainment industry, we can also be a teacher like me what it has to do with the topic of the day. Let's talk about it. Hello everyone, welcome to Learning Radio. My name is Praveen Sharma, and we are continuing with the communication skills podcast series for students around the world. And today we are moving on to understand the format of report writing. And when I say that you can be anyone in the professional world, be it a teacher, a CEO or a freelancer, someone who's into banking system or in entertainment, or even in sports, or even in uh, food and uh, tourism. You need to know things. You need to put them properly on a document that other people can refer to, other people can trust. So that trust comes only when you follow certain procedures. And when you follow certain procedures to bring out your insights, we simply call it a report. What is a report? How a report is to be made? And why we are talking about a report? Because report writing is part of professional communication, business communication. Most importantly, it is part of that academic English which is taught in this part of the world. In India, what we have is academic English, business communication, communication skills, all this and even English learning. All these things will be part of the same subject. However, academic English, research writing, all these things have become independent domains now. And today we are talking about report a format of report. A report is what? Report. Support is bringing, re is bringing again. I mean I know something and I'm sharing that with you. So that sounds like I am reporting to you. So some information, some news, some experience, some observations, some analysis maybe some recommendations as well that someone has gathered is being is is putting it in a document in a proper format and then it is being given to you and you go through it you have got a report in your hand so report is a formal communication written for a specific purpose it includes a description of procedures followed for collection and analysis of data their significance The conclusions drawn from them and recommendations if required. So, to understand report as a formal communication which has a specific defined purpose, it knows its audience or it will anticipate uh, the audience, it will also mention, I mean the document of that report should mention the procedures which have been followed for the collection of data, also analysis of data, the significance of process, explanation of that data, discussion on that data will be done and conclusions will be gathered, will be documented and if there is a need to put some advice, some recommendations, some suggestions that will also be done in case it is required or it is being demanded. There can be two situations. Number one, you are just giving a report because you felt you should give it or someone has given you this responsibility. In both cases, you are going to be someone who will not be allowed to give an oral report. I mean, you know, you can just speak like a news presenter and then you can give a report. That is one type of report. We are talking about written reports today. The formal report writing in which either you will be giving routine reports like laboratory reports, stock reports, or maybe inspection reports, or maybe annual confidential reports which are done every year for your employees. We are talking about informative reports also and reports which have interpretations or critical analysis as well. Let's talk about all these things in an organized way because after all, the report is all about an organized document that we prepare for a specific purpose and for specific audience as well. I mean, if I know that those who are listening to this episode, they are connected to communication skills in some way or the other, it means I'm also presenting to you a report. But this report is audio report. We are talking about a written report. Why reports are required? I mean, what can be the suburb, the purpose, the reason behind it? What is the significance of it? Why? They support us in highlighting the trends, giving some good comparison and some illustrations will be made in an effective way when you write a report. I mean, it, it becomes an impressive document which can even impact uh, the opinion of someone or it can make someone believe in you. It can convince someone. Business Business reports, I mean, Uh, They also serve as uh, uh, historical records, I mean, you can pick up uh, the population report or maybe UNESCO's funding or something maybe 20 years ago, what was there. So those reports which are given by educational institutions, I mean organizations, the Ministry of Education will publish a report about uh, literacy rate or another ministry will put something about health or hospitals or something. After 20 years, someone can pick up that and then can refer to this thing as an historical document as well. I mean, the journey of a business can be seen through the reports, the annual profit reports or business reports, report writing acts as a decision making tool as well because that report will uh, make you decide. I mean, you know, just think of a doctor giving a blood report or a medical report and then a decision is being taken about the treatment as well. Or there's a report about uh, all the players of a football team and uh, then the country's management will decide that we will go for this kind of training thing. A report is a structured presentation primarily. It is of some some types, I mean, I will share with you. Uh, according to the function, the report can be informational, it can be analytical also, like uh, conference reports, seminar reports, trip or journey reports, project reports, Uh, Kind of the possibility market analysis reports these can be function. I mean a company is working in this thing and they want data analysis So the moment you collect the data you present it you analyze it that becomes analytical report Because of the way it is being done if you are just presenting data without any analysis It remains an informational report because the function is like that based on the time the periodicity We can call it the period it has taken the time it has taken It can be a routine report, like a daily production report of a company, or a monthly sales report, or an annual report. And according to the time, a special report is also created, like an inquiry report is there, some research report is being demanded and they give you specific time and you do it. And according to the length and size of it, we divide reports in two types, formal and non-formal reports. Non-formal reports are short reports like laboratory reports and daily production as well based on the size of the report, I mean number of pages you can call and long reports with elaborate description and discussions like annual report, PhD thesis, research thesis, project reports asked by the company, even technical reports about be it NASA or ISRO or any other thing. The moment they get into, I mean, large volumes of reports that gets into this category called formal report and then that can be informational, can be analytical as well. But today we are going to talk about this thing that you need to have two things in mind. Either, the same thing that we discussed in the, the Season 2 Episode 1, Direct Approach and Indirect Approach. Direct Strategy of Report can be there and an Indirect Strategy of Report can be there. When will you use Direct Strategy? When the readers are informed readers, when readers are supportive readers, when readers are waiting to see the results of the report. So go with the Direct Strategy of Report. But if the readers are like different, I mean, let's see what kind of readers will need indirect strategy in making a report. They need to be educated. The readers also need some opinion change. I mean, persuasion is required. And the readers may be negative. They can be disappointed and they can be against you. That time, it is better to provide reports in an indirect way. So reports can be printed form reports, these can be in the form of letters also, and these can also be in the form of manuscripts, I mean, detailed formally organized documents. Now, the real part of this podcast is about components of a report, parts of a report, elements of a report. The the parts that make a report are, number one, cover, then title page, then letter of transmittal, table of content, list of illustration, abstract, executive summary, introduction, discussion, conclusion or recommendation, glossary, appendix and works cited. These are 13 components of report. What is a cover page? When you pick up a book from a library or you have got some report from any place, you'll see that after all. It is something which is a handy thing, a paperback as well, or maybe a hardbound thing. We can call cover the outer side of any publication. Title page, on which the title, people who have been part of making this report, the organization or ministry which has created it will be there. Letter of transmittal, a letter or some content which will show that someone was giving permission, someone was allowed to do it, authorized to do it, and there was an asking about it so acknowledgements, permission letters all these things become part of this letter of transmittal after all you're reading a report you should have some information in that publication that printed copy that it was done with a purpose and someone had approved this thing it is not something which is just coming up on social media it is an official document table of content is about uh, what are the things on which page number list of illustration sometimes we have got illustrations i like graphical representation of data maybe a map it can be some other pie diagram or something i mean a is it it is a short but detailed version of something and it is for those who can directly go to that page and understand it i mean if you're showing a financial map you're showing in cultural map of something so it must be maybe you know it is on page number 73 and chapter number 4 but list of illustration will also have its own page numbers so that if someone wants to see the illustration and straight away they can go to that particular thing graphic graphical representation so cover title page letter of transmittal table of content list of illustration then we have got abstract abstract is a kind of brief synopsis, a summary, the purpose, the target, objective of what is being done. So you write very brief, in some words, the objective, briefly. In research papers, also abstract is an integral thing. Without abstract, a research paper cannot be called a research paper. Executive summary is the summary of the whole project which is happening, the writing which is happening. So you write a summary of it, and maybe a summary can be written once the whole report has been created. That is something. Like a senior person will like to read uh, that abstract and executive summary first before moving on to introduction, discussion, and recommendation or conclusions. Introduction will talk about the objective, the hypothesis taken and maybe the measurements which have been done, the methods which are which are there for collection of data, other limitations and understanding of the purpose. Then discussion will have analysis of the data and explanation of it. Then conclusion will be talking about the findings and if required, and the report was something which was analytical report where some recommendations, suggestions are required, then recommendations will be listed as well. What is glossary? Glossary is some words in alphabetical order which are slightly high-end terms. You know, some terms are not understood by people who are normal, maybe who are not experts in that domain, but you explain them later on. It's not a dictionary, I mean, but it is a list of difficult or possibly difficult terms, and this explanation is going to help uh, some new readers' glossary. Appendix is for those extra documents, which should be there for some people who need, otherwise everyone doesn't need them. So, this is additional information or some some other things. Questionnaire can be there, some other things, I mean, some some extra pages. But these are useful for some people, not for everyone. Work cited. A report is not just here a report. It is a research document. So in a research document, you will be taking some data from maybe 20 sources, maybe 200 sources as well, can be internet, can be some previous publications, can be books, can be people, their interviews as well. So whenever you are taking some information, of course you are compiling it, you are the one who is the owner of that report. But you should give due credit so that that information that you have given becomes credible. So when in a research document, like a report is a research document, you say that I have taken this data from that report published by so and so, then you should also give a list in a proper format, can be APA, can be MLA, can be other formats as well which are followed in in research that you can easily learn uh, when this task will be there with you and you will be having mentors also and then responsibility uh, makes us good learners so work cited is citations a list of the the works or the sources that you have done so just to just to i mean uh, revise it cover is uh, the the printed logo name and everything which is a digital printout that you see with the company logo will be there title page will have the name of the report in capital letters in a format title uh, like comes with the name of, of organization will be there. And you will be writing who prepared or submitted it and some other things, maybe date of submission will also be uh, mentioned there. Letter of transmittal will be the authority letter. It may have instructions for the readers about follow up actions. It will also have some acknowledgements like uh, something uh, some people contributed, some institutions contributed. Those things can be there. Introduction chapter introduction part will have the purpose, the significance, the main points, the background, the scope. It will also tell one very important thing, I wish you all remember this thing, that introduction will set the boundaries of the report. My, I mean, here in introduction, the maker of that report can cite that we are including this and we are excluding this particular thing. Discussion will be the longest section, maybe the boring also for some people. But this is where a good learner will learn. Discussions, analysis, interpretations, evaluations. Like answering those five things like who, when, where, why. All these things, the five W's we can call. Who, when, why, where, what. So you need to answer these things. You need to list out those evidences. You need to give proper headings. And you need to be precise as well and clear as well. So all these things should be there. The conclusion will have a comprehensive, uh, I mean, set of all ideas that you can summarize and recommendations can also be there. If it was a problem based report where you are creating a report to solve a problem, then recommendations uh, will follow. So, and and that would be helpful also, I mean, uh, specific suggestions will be given, which are practical, which are reasonable, which are agreeable also, I mean, you are suggesting something that people should be able to do, after all, you are making a report uh, for some utility, not just for the year when you are making it, maybe after 20 years, this can be of uh, great help to people, so do this thing. Glossary is, as I mentioned to you, in alphabetical order like A, B, C, D, a high-tech terminology or some difficult jargon as we call it should be listed there so that the readers who are not familiar with those difficult words, maybe abbreviations, maybe acronyms or maybe some terms can take help from here. Appendix is about supporting materials, extra material which may be relevant for some readers, not to all, you use it. So that's what we have about report writing or reports. This is not the end, this is just the beginning. Take help from the formats, take help from your leaders who ask you to write a report and those 13 segments can be 14 somewhere, can be 12 as well, can even be 7 as well somewhere according to the format and the instructions and the requirement of report. Report is basically an organized presentation of something which can be analysis, which can be information, which can be a mix-up of both. I'm glad that you have listened to this episode again. And we'll be back with some more talk about communication skills. Praveen Sharma on Learning Radio. Thank you so much.